whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are, we are here, here to Dana rant and rave. I've been scatting in front of my kid a lot. I know listening. for a fact he probably does not like it. He doesn't enjoy it. He does <laughs> not enjoy it. I told him, I'm like Ella Fitzgerald, and he turned his face away from me so he wouldn't have to look at me. I can't handle it. <laughs> Mr. Paganini, please play your Rhapsody. Oh, love it. Again, I've never liked that scatting. I just do not like it. Not even from Ella? Not from anyone. And I've seen it professionally where the person's really great and skilled at scatting. Well, I'm not interested. Okay. I can't wait to be with you in person so I can (laughs) scat with Ella. (laughs) We're scatting on Mr. Paganini and uh, Tisca de Tasket. I think I have both of those scats memorized. But only Very when nice. I sing it with her, like I couldn't. <laughs> it's like a superpower that's worthless. <laughs> like I can travel in time three seconds. <laughs> it's that kind of skill. Like I, I can scat those two songs if I do it with her. <laughs> uh, out of control. If you would like to know how you can request scats, specific tunes from one Miss Dana Powell. <laughs> Please write into us. You can find us at the Rants and Raves Podcast, the Rants and Raves Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you're looking for us on Twitter, it's at raves underscore the. If you want to send us an email, people do. We love it. The <laughs> Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can kick it old school, hit the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Dana, thank you for that. <laughs> I also there's also another tier that you could order as well. I've realized that when I'm singing in the car, which is nonstop, I very frequently try to imitate that person's voice. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And I turned to my son and said, Hey, that one was pretty good, right? It was like Fiona Apple or somebody. I don't know. And he goes, I could tell he didn't know exactly how to answer. He didn't want to get in trouble. So uh-huh. he just goes, I don't know. Oh, like, bless him. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that boy is too sweet to be honest. I know. And you know what I told him? I said, you do know it was good. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Well, I will tell you guys, since our last episode where Dana and I said we would be meeting some point over the next month or so, discuss our future as people who want to get on the Patreon train. Well, Dana has now just unlocked and created two tiers. The first being a scat of your choice. The second being a song of your choice and possibly either or both of us to sing in the style of that person. 
So you're yeah, welcome. Another person. And that's if you're something like, for you to look forward to. I want to hear Katy Perry's California Girls saying, <laughs> well, like, Johnny Cash. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I can't guarantee. I that- shot a man in Reno just to <laughs> say I could. What? <laughs> you had so much. I haven't seen shoulders like that since 2019. Your shoulders were absolutely Daisy Duke, rocket. so I could watch a man die. Oh my goodness! Somebody is creatively on fire today. Well, I really wanted to see Katie's residency in Vegas. I don't know if it's come and gone. I don't know if it's still happening. I don't know if it was canceled. I don't know if it's for the future, but I really need and wanted to see that. I feel like it's future, but I'm not sure. I I saw her live once and man. I saw her live once too in a bar when I chatted with her. Hey, oh! (laughs) (laughs) she would not remember it she does not know my name she was friends with a friend of a friend okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my god though have you seen that awful video where she made the poor decision to try and body surf at a concert uh, it's yes. recently come out and I just want to nobody looks her. cool doing that by the way no and Maybe also men are trying to Eddie touch her better. butt uh-huh. men are trying to get up her shorts and uh-huh. stuff. it's awful it scares me for her Eddie Vedder in the first Pearl Jam video for Even Flow he makes it look cool and even then I get nervous and I don't like when people do that I don't like it either it's dangerous it really makes me nervous. Yeah. Just like mosh pits. Remember in the nineties, yeah, like the minute it started, I was like, oh, okay, I'm out of here. Like yeah. I would be at the back of the arena or the amphitheater. I don't like, need broken noses, bones uh-uh. or lost teeth. Nope. Yeah. No dancing is worth that because here's the thing. I can dance whenever I want. Alone. That's right. That's exactly And frequently right. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you do any dancing this past week? How was your week? I did do some dancing this past week. I danced alone on my back porch with my planties. Okay, very nice. When it was still a little bit warm, it's freezing now. What was the musical choice? Uh, A lot of the adorable Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth? Who is that? Oh, you would know him. You know his songs. Um, God, what's his most recent hit? Uh... Because, you know, I do some deep dives because I follow him on TikTok and stuff. So I'm trying to think what a big Oh, is he a TikTok star? No, he was discovered on YouTube years and years ago, but he's like a huge pop. Hmm. Um, You'll know him. He had one. Didn't he just do? uh, I don't know why I'm acting like. Oh, here's one you'll know. Okay. Um, We don't talk anymore. What was all of it for? Okay, maybe you don't know that one. Nope. You didn't want call away. Is he country? No, good God. Well, I have no idea then, girl. I'm sorry. Maybe you know this. No, wait, hold on. You know this kid. I know you do. I'm trying to find one of my faves. What? Oh, I like this one. Ready? Okay, okay, You know it? I do. Let's get to the chorus. Then. 
So see, I'll do his, I'll do my Charlie Puth Did you hear my breath? My poof breath? I don't like your face. What's happening? How are you feeling? I don't like what I'm saying. He actually has a... Make sure your mic is plugged in. Oh, you can't hear it? I can hear it. Well, then why are you telling me that? Because it just sounds kind of... No, that's my impression of his breathy parts. (laughs) 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 He's actually a phenomenal singer and super talented. I love to watch him on TikTok because he just, like, makes up songs on the spot sometimes. Oh. And also... He's a child and it bothers me. He's like in <laughs> mid to late 20s. And I am into him. And it bugs me. It, makes, right. me feel, it makes me feel dirty. Shouldn't. I'm really into I'm just him. Kidding. I, feel that way. <laughs> I feel that way about how cute I think Sean Mendez is. Sean Mendez is cute. So then that, yeah, Charlie Puth would be my Mendez. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Feel just a little Mrs. Robinson y. A little bit. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I feel that way with friends, kids sometimes. I can't believe I'm yeah. saying that publicly. Sure, of course. <laughs> I feel that way with my friends' kids sometimes. Oh, it's really funny because you do God, realize you're like, it? oh, they're they're 20. Okay. Oh, when my okay. mom fell in love with Justin Bieber, us girls were so grossed out. And now yep. I am that. Yeah. Because if Charlie Puth wanted to take me out for lemonade and we go back to his house, he plays some music and we'll see what happens. I'd have a real hard time saying that. So he's on your list. He's now been added to the. I don't want to add him to the list because it makes me feel like a pedophile. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So <laughs> I don't know how to end this. this uh, is this the most terrifying episode we've had already? Yes. We're both creepers. Okay. Here's something non creepy, but does deal with children. What about your lovely experience at the, I believe it was the LA Arboretum, which I've never been to. And I've wanted to go for 20 freaking years because of the peacocks. Oh, the peacocks. I didn't see any peacocks last night. People were talking night, about right? it, but it was nighttime and they have babies. Yeah. Cause I went a few weeks ago and there were babies everywhere. So I'm baby sure there peacocks? babies. What? I, no, I would you. cry. Girl, I can't believe I didn't send you the video. Krista Marie and I went this I mama died. peacock brought her babies to our feet because she wanted to, us to see them. I have video of it. You will send it to me. It's the, we were standing there going, oh my God. Like you couldn't believe it. She's showing us her babies. I've never seen baby peacocks. They're just not brown. even on TV. They're just brown. They're just cute little like <sighs> stick like little brown fluffers. Oh yep. <laughs> they're so cute. Anyway, I didn't see peacocks at night. However if you're in the LA area or ever visit, the Arboretum is incredible. Yeah. There's some fun Hollywood history there. They've shot a lot of movies there. Mm-hmm. Fantasy Island used to their big house, which is stunning to oh, look wow. at. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Buck Rogers, like some old stuff. And then oh, one of the things that was cool for me is one of the movies that shot 
part of stuff there, not me personally, but the movie did, was Bridesmaids. So they have these lasers pointing on the ground that look like Hollywood star, Walk of Fame stars Mm -hmm. with the names of movies that shot there. So I was able to get a picture in front of Bridesmaids. I love it. Because I was in it. Yeah, um, but I shot on, on an airplane fuselage. I didn't shoot at the beautiful, the beautiful arboretum. But anyway, so there's lots of Hollywood history there, and then yeah. the plant life is—it's like nothing I've ever seen. It Incredible. rivals, to me, it rivaled the San Diego Zoo, which also is wow. very good botanically. How crazy! And they have just like, they have lots of different sections. So there's an African section, an Australian section. There's an edible section. There's tropical, there's a rose garden. There's all kinds of, and you just walk through. But for Christmas, they put up this different light shows. There's a fire uh, presentation, these big raw iron balls that are on fire. And there's beautiful music playing. They have the singing trees for us. They're these giant palm trees. Each one is speakered up with a different voice in the song, and the lights do the voice. So How you have cool. a choir of trees singing and lighting up at you. That's really neat. It's insane. I want to try to go. It looks so cool. Honest to God, it's so worth it. It's so fun. And I said, if anyone wants to go and they want a third wheel, I would go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how great it was. No, but that's good to know. If you want to be a repeat customer, that's uh I do. I would go again. In fact, I pro- I feel like I probably will go again before Christmas is over. I just thought it was stunning. Yeah. It was magical. There's this one super trippy, like it'd be fun to, you know, alter the, your state of mind in some way. Mm-hmm. You go through the disco jungle. There's oh. these like silver bald. Uh, statues hanging from trees everywhere and disco balls everywhere and there's water dripping and I mean it's crazy fun. I love that. Yeah. They do that kind of stuff at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens and I always think like I wish we had something like that out here but we do and I just we always do. forget about the arboretum and I've never been. Well and the LA Zoo does a light thing too and we had done mm-hmm. that and it was very fun. This blew it out of the water. Yeah. It was just really cool. Several different light presentations where music plays and it's like they have programmed the lights mm-hmm. all across this like five acre field. Yep. Like, it's just crazy. It's really, really stunning. We had a blast. That's so cool. I love it. And you were busy partying it up. I went to a party, but it's so weird because you specifically, you're seen in Bridesmaids and on the plane, I shot something at also a decommissioned plane over oh. the weekend and it was, was it out near me no it was in north hollywood it's a little oh. warehouse and the man that was there from locations is from oklahoma oh funny yeah he's like well i'm just an oaky boy and i said oh did you grow up in oakland and if you saw the oakland. look on his face Dana, <laughs> i was crying yes nah, no no ma'am i'm from oaky? oklahoma you've no. never heard an oaky I haven't, and I've never How been to Oklahoma possible? or Missouri. Don't you dare say Missouri. I will, <laughs> I, I will smack that face that I love if you say Missouri again. Hilarious. <laughs> this place where we shot was fantastic. It was literally seven minutes from where I live. It was oh, wow. in North Hollywood, and it's a warehouse where they have taken a plane 
and cut it down. So like we filmed all the scenes in the cabin. So like the outside of it, they've removed the shell. You don't even know what airline it's from. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. And also was brilliant because obviously everything can come in and out as far as the seats. Mm-hmm. So as the DP needed to change stuff, they'd come in and like undrill two or three rows of seats, bring the cameras in and whatever. It was super fun. I got to work with our mutual friend, Drew Drogi, who is so oh effing funny. I, I can't deal I with how funny. Know. Oh, I know. And also just a lovely human being. I love He's Drew. amazing. I, you guys, if you don't he, know who Drew Drogi is, look him up. He is you freaking know a national He's treasure. He's been in a lot of stuff. Do you know, I almost asked you to go with me to he and another one of my favorite people, Mitch Silpa's show at the dynasty typewriter last week i wanted to see it so bad i I did too and i couldn't go because i couldn't either babysitter but um they did their two old gays so if you follow if you go to mitch silpa or drew jogi it's just their names their handles on instagram and look for them doing their sketches together called the two old gays Mm -hmm. they start or two old queens that's what it is they started doing them during the pandemic and they shot separately they still do and they're just so funny to me. Hilarious. <laughs> so, so Absolutely talented. hilarious. What were you doing, Jessica? I didn't even know you were working. Uh, well, it was just I got to be in my friend's short, my friend Nathan. It is his third in a series that he did. And everybody was so effing funny. And I honestly just loved getting to sit there and laugh at everybody. I got to improvise a few lines. It's not a big deal. I have a very tiny part in it. But it was very fun to be back amongst a real working crew and to be around such talent also there was a gal from work in progress mary Sone. do you know who she is it sounds familiar i'm sure what if i saw her she's absolutely fantastic she plays susan on the show work in progress on showtime Mm -hmm. so i kind of geeked out when i saw her i was like oh my god nathan introduced me and i said I'm sorry, but I'm a huge fan of work in progress and I'm a huge fan of yours. The show's amazing. And so are you. And she was like, Oh, that's so kind. Thank you. I said, no, I don't mean to keep going on about it. I just think it's one of the best things that's been out in years. She said, thank you. That's so sweet. Um, Then I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we have not been picked up for (gasps) the next season. Oh no. And I would never say that publicly, but our friend Celeste, Peckhouse, who I never say her last name correctly, our mutual friend, Celeste posted, you know, we didn't, we're not coming back for the next season. She posted it like late last night, but I was going to say, I didn't see it. And I see all her stuff. And this will make your blood boil and you'll relate because you have definitely been the unfortunate victim of this in your career. When shows get made and then never get seen or they get cut or canceled before it goes to air and whatever. This show was canceled after two seasons. You guys have heard me talk about it. And they were just named in the top 10 best shows of 2021. Oh, so also another uh, treat. This is someone I had never met before, but someone else that was in the short that we um, shot over the weekend is an actor named Kevin Chamberlain. And he mm-hmm. has been nominated for three Tonys. He was Whoa. um he was Horton and Susicle and Uncle Fester in the Adams family on board. Oh, cool. And he was awesome. Like, I'm telling you, I was just like giddy and I had the best time just Aww. soaking it all in and listening to how effing 
funny everybody was. Uh, again, it's my friend Ethan Adloff and his friend Danny Rhodes. They created it this together like 10 years ago, and this is the third one in this series of shorts. And Nathan also wrote and directed his first feature film is called Miles. And it's based on a lot of things in Nathan's life, like pre him moving to LA. And it stars Molly Shannon as his mother. Oh, I yeah. It's amazing. So yes, uh, when it, if it becomes available, I will say the name and you guys can absolutely it. it's really fun. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait. Indeed. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, should we jump in? Let's do it. So far today, I have derailed us by now the first derailment wasn't my fault. My friend that came to help me was an hour and a half late. <laughs> and then there was a software issue submitting my audition. And then two friends randomly dropped by and dropped off a present as a thank you. Mm-hmm. And then I went on a deep dive about something I can't find. And I think it's a conspiracy theory. So <laughs> are we ready for rants? Oh, I think we are. Well, I'll keep mine short and sweet because it's pretty simple and I don't understand why men can't get it. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. Why? Now, I I cannot say with certainty, with absolute certainty, that this is every man's issue because it's not. There are male photographers and so they are professionals and they know what they're doing. Why do normal, uh, let's say atypical husbands, boyfriends? Mm Mm-hmm. They cannot take a picture to save their life. So I've talked about this before. We need to be in more pictures for our children so they have things to remember us by. Some of us may be very ugly on TV quite a bit and just want there to be record of the fact that they're not quite as ugly as the world may think. Okay. Uh, That's a real personal (laughs) one. May not encompass everyone. (laughs) My husband never takes pictures of me. I take pictures from behind them sitting at a pond. I take little videos of them walking into frame holding hands. Like, just like the cutest, sweetest stuff. What exists of me and my son? My husband taking a picture of us where I want a whole field of lit up 12 foot by 17 feet across flowers in the background. And that man stands a half an inch from my nose. And snaps the photo of my pores. And then it's, he also has some kind of eye. It, it really is a special skill that he can take a photo of me and make me look the ugliest I have ever existed in my life. He knows how to get right up in between a fat roll or a double chin. I mean, he yeah. might as well just paint red tabs and go this is ugly this is ugly and then i can go and that's why it's the biggest thing in our photo of me oh my god it really is a double-edged rant because a it's a double issue rather yeah it's the lack of quantity of pictures right like moms always the ladies always even if you're not a mom i always make sure i take pictures of my friends with their kids and their husbands because i know their husband ain't gonna do it i am definitely the one you want at your kid's birthday yes always you will make sure to run over when they're holding that baby up and someone's lighting the candle because their husband won't (laughs) and 
It is the quality of the pictures. Now, let me tell you something. Thank God my husband used to be a set photographer. So he knows how to take a picture. You're so lucky. And no matter who he's photographing, he always takes it from above. So because take- everyone should know that by now. It's 2021. <laughs> we all have cameras on our phones. Who doesn't know? Why are you going to go up under somebody's chins? Right? Because you're evil. That's the only explanation. <laughs> Do you know that one time? Now, we have gotten into some knockdown drag outs. Uh-huh. Like, especially on holidays. Like, mm-hmm. I just want a picture of my baby with me for Easter. Is right. that too hard? Stood in front of a garage door. He's got 30 feet on either side of us. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell you. I later laughed about it now because it's been like three years have passed. Mm-hmm. I kept every photo that that man took of me because there I had to scroll twice. There were so many photos and every single one of them was so bad. And each one bad in a different way. I couldn't even explain it. <laughs> I couldn't even explain it. I don't know how he does it. I'm like, that doesn't even look like me. And I know it's me because it's wearing my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. It's the worst. It really is bad. And you have to look at it. Like, even when I'm taking a picture for a stranger, I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, do you guys want to check it and make sure you're okay with it? Because yes. it could be a picture. And by the way, everyone could be smiling. And then there's one person that's like this and their yes. eyes are shut. And then yes. how awful. Because it's like a, a special occasion. You want to commemorate it. And then when you're that person that looks like Gollum. So mad. Because in it's a there sea of beautiful faces. Well, and you may not have thought, I know, and you may not have thought about this, but I'm going to give you this nightmare. If you're, (laughs) if it's a picture of you or you're in the picture of someone and one of you dies, they're going to be looking for photos to put up on a board and in a slideshow. Yes. To remember you by, and here comes Gollum. (laughs) Sorry about it, but that's what's going to happen. So get on it and teach your peoples how to take a proper photo. (laughs) It's a problem. It's a serious, serious problem. And I'm sorry, but I think it affects mothers more because men don't care what they look Absolutely. like. Absolutely. They don't. And they also don't really care about pictures. There are no. exceptions. And but... also because we're the ones taking the pictures of them. So yes. they look GD good. Yep. You know, I one time took a picture where I said to my husband, I said, do you realize that I actually moved around and got this framing so that the shadow on your arm made you look muscular and you can't even bother to hold it up two inches to get it up <laughs> i'm dead i looked at a muscle shadow for you and you can't even make sure my hair's not in front of my eyeball <laughs> muscle shadow data i'm not joking i love you That's this the is best. so hardcore truth <laughs> that it hurts because we pay attention to detail, okay? Yes. Oh, man, that thank you for making me really <laughs> belly laugh. If you will. I told you I'll keep it short because this is unacceptable oh behavior. God. Take a YouTube two-minute class, husband. Well, this is not to um, 
bash the husbands. But again, I feel like my rant probably applies more to men. Now, I do know some very clean and anally retentive men when it comes to cleaning up and kitchen work. I'm looking at you, Mark Young. Yes, my father (laughs) used to eat and he's pretty fast eater. He would get up and already need to be cleaning up because it gave him anxiety for anything to be out and disorderly. He would dust bust under your feet at the table while everyone was halfway through dinner. Oh my gosh. Not exaggerating. Okay. So, and my dad would retch if he heard me talking about this because I probably get this aversion from him. (laughs) Oh no. Well, he's probably going to hear it. (laughs) My rant, because it happened when I was making my husband lunch to take to work. Okay. I was making him his lunch last night and it's dealing with condiment etiquette. Okay. And what do I mean by that? Yeah. What do you mean? not cleaning the cap or the bottle or the screw top or whatever <laughs> properly. And that nasty ass calcified dried funk. Okay. I'm going to throw up just thinking about it. It's yeah. just dried mustard y'all, but it is disgusting. Yeah. Have and you sometimes ever admittedly like a, milk, like a milk flake in your mouth? Gross. <laughs> gross. Absolutely. You got so close to the computer, the microwave couldn't even, microwave, <laughs> microphone couldn't even pick up your voice. I just saw your eyeballs bugging out and pointing at me. It is so <laughs> gross. Yeah. And now, like, most things are like a squeeze top. Great. You can take a napkin, a clean napkin or paper towel, and you can wipe that off so that the next person when they go out to shake some tapatio on their tamales doesn't <laughs> get a red booger falling on their food <laughs> can so i tell you gross what else this applies to and and it is why my son has his own is toothpaste yes i my son has his own thing of toothpaste because i can't handle it anymore uh-huh. yep <laughs> The oozing and it's uh-huh. kind of sticky or it's dry. And I can't. not rinsing it off. And not, or, or even once it dries, just pull it off. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Also, you got to do that with liquid soap. We all know how I feel about bar soap. No can do. Right. But you know what? That nozzle gets kind of hard and Rush. calcified again. You got to take a Kleenex and pull that little... Got to Mu- mucosal plug, plug out that nozzle. Yeah, you're hundred so disgusting. You're absolutely correct. I cannot. Please have some etiquette, y'all. I know it's not barbecue season anymore, but gosh darn it. There's cranberry sauce in the fridge. Give that a wipe before you put that lid that somebody kept putting the spoon on and it's smearing out all over everything. Have some decorum. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, Jessica. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't like it. <laughs> we really brought some very important rants to the Extremely. table Extremely. Listen, they're not always like big, heavy issues, no. especially in the times we're living, which makes me feel like such a grandma to say that. But let's be honest, the world's crazy right now. I mean, uh, the world yeah. is crazy right yeah. now. So... 
in in light of that, I think it's important to have some normal, annoying mm-hmm. things to rant about, don't you? Yes. And we did and a we good need- job of it. Yes. And after and expelling all of that anger and energy. Need? I think we, we need a good cleansing. Yes. We need oxygen yes. and we need to clean our minds and our souls. We're going to blow out all that negativity and aggravation because mm-hmm. it really isn't that important. Nah. And then we're going to fill up with some happiness, some good news, some raves. Mm-hmm. Go on about Star Week. Yeah. Cleaning bottles and taking good pictures, y'all. <laughs> All right. Please breathe with us. Wherever you are, you will feel better. I swear to you. Yes, if you, you will. scream it out, be my guest. I did mm-hmm. it sometimes. Was it last week I muted myself and just screamed? Yes. <laughs> Nobody was home. It was safe. Okay, here we go. Let's take a deep breath in. And... Ah. <sighs> Ooh, that was nice. That was very nice. When I took my deep breath in, one of the reasons we were a little late getting started is a, a couple of friends of mine dropped off some cookies. When I took my deep cleansing breath in, mm-hmm. you smelled them. Cookies. I want to eat one of those cookies. <laughs> you guys, the cookies came in a box like ten dozen hand-picked roses. Okay, oh, I God. I want one of those cookies. Okay, and they're huge. One's gingerbread, eggnog. Um, grasshopper and chocolate chip. I love grasshopper. Oh, sorry, I can't That's wait. see, not enough people make grasshopper. That's such an old school, like seventies, eighties thing. Chocolate mint is what. Me too. Is. I yeah. love that. That's um, Alan's favorite too. I think Keebler makes a grasshopper cookie still. Oh my god! You just transported me back to childhood. <laughs> I yeah, can take so Okay, I'm going to look for it at Target because I they have seem them. to have the best chip and cookie selection as far as like all 50 uh types of Oreos and the likes. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think they still I'm pretty sure they still make them. Yum, 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 yum. Okay, let's get into our corners. Let's now. do it. Mm-hmm. I'm up first for corners. Yes, you are. Okay. So, I have a real fun one that we like to call weirdo of the week you're weird you're so very weird why must you bring your weirdness here that was so heartfelt and serious (laughs) um i actually heard about this so when you sent it to me i was like yeah i'm glad we're gonna talk about this because this is crazy i did not hear about it and i'm shocked that we haven't heard more of this kind of thing it's Absolutely. This is definitely good for Weirdo of the Week. This is from one of my favorite websites, y'all. Oddity Central. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how much I love it. But this is written by Spooky because Spooky does everything on Oddity. <laughs> Here's the title. Get ready to be like, what? Unless you've already heard it. Man mm-hmm. tries to dodge COVID vaccine with silicone arm. No, ma'am. Now, I'm just going to say right off the bat. We're not a political podcast. I don't believe vaccination and things surrounding that issue are political. And it is no secret that Jessica and I feel like get out there and get vaccinated, y'all. Uh-huh. Get your boosters. Stop joking around. We're not going to apologize for it. It's just who we are. Here we yep. go. A 50-year-old Italian man was caught. 50. Jessica, you know better. <laughs> <laughs> 
caught trying to get a coronavirus vaccine certificate without actually getting the shot by using a fake arm instead of his own. I mean, I don't know how dumb he thinks these people are. Today, Italian media reported the bizarre case of a man who visited a vaccination center. He didn't even go to like a quick pop by. He's like, I'm going to go to the place that specializes in vaccinations and I bet they won't notice my fake arm. Okay. everything went smoothly until the 50 year old man whose name was not made public for it says privacy reasons i'm going to say for obvious reasons (laughs) my god um he was asked by the nurse to lift up his sleeve he only partially revealed his upper arm which the nurse thought was a bit odd but she was only certain that something was wrong when she touched his skin and felt that it wasn't that it wasn't (laughs) real the right texture (laughs) realizing that what she touched while preparing to deliver the vaccine was not human flesh or skin the nurse asked the man to uncover his arm completely at which point he attempted to hide what turned out to be a fake silicone arm and even tried to convince the nurse to present that she hadn't seen anything what? Unfortunately for the alleged anti-vaxxer who just wanted to pretend to get the COVID-19 jab just so that he could get the vaccine certificate required without having to get tested every 48 hours, the nurse alerted her superiors who then called the police. The case borders on ridiculous, except that we are talking about a gesture of enormous gravity, unacceptable in the face of the sacrifice that the pandemic is making our entire community pay in terms of human lives and social and economic Uh, The governor also said, thanking the responsible staff who turned in the offendment. The genius who came up with the idea of using a silicone arm for the vaccine will most likely face a criminal complaint and will have to show up in front of a judge. Yeah, should have to for sure. I just like, I can't even like, how do you keep a straight face? Like, let's pretend you were trying to take blood from me. And I had a fake arm. Ma'am, are you, are you holding touched. a doll in your hoodie? No, you mean a real doll? I'm not a perv. I just <laughs> want to donate blood. <laughs> Let's get this over with. I'm hungry, head fast. <laughs> I would, f- I mean, I think I would be livid. I don't think I would laugh. I, I, I no, mean- I'm only because I'm sitting here and he's in Italy. Oh no, of course. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> I think I would be like next level roid rage if I was him? a healthcare worker and dealing with that. Because I know that I'm already at roid rage level that one of my jobs, holiday parties, which me and everyone else was very much looking forward to because none of us have seen each other in person in two years, was canceled because some of the people are not vaccinated. And it was required, which I love and respect from my bosses, required that you be vaccinated to attend the holiday party, which Mm -hmm. they still made sure was going to be outdoors at a restaurant. But these idiot assholes, you see what the requirement is. They, of course, had to write in and say, well, we're going to be outside. So So do we still have to be vaccinated? They got it canceled for everybody. Uh Uh-huh. So selfish. I'm still mad about it, but I'm going (laughs) to let that go because... There's more important things in this world. Well, that's just I'm like, furious about it. And I know I can't friends, be alone in that. <laughs> no. My friends that just dropped off those cookies for me, it was because um, her husband um, 
had a flat tire outside of our house mm. right down the street. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I actually am so glad this happened. I don't think I've seen you since before the pandemic. And I was like, you haven't. Okay. Two years. I yeah. haven't seen my friend. There's tons of people Someone I have Someone that seen. I'm at every one of her kids' birthday parties. Yes. I see her all the time. You know, like. Yes. Is a Good regular close friends. I haven't seen my family in, my in two years. Yeah. I know. I, I'm serious. Like, it's hard to believe all of it. Well, and now, you know, with the new variants and stuff, this is definitely because it's we're not in control of this yet. And it will keep happening yep everyone had we have to vaccinate against this until we can get a hold of it and it can become something that doesn't exist anymore like polio and swamp right although when people don't get vaccinated they come back okay but like why are you so anti something that's not killing people it's only saving lives Uh that you would go and buy or build yourself a special effects arm that could be used to scrape the cookie batter out of a bowl. We all know silicone is good for certain things. Like, what hang up do you have that you would go to all that trouble? I know. To, and then also that you believe that there are other adults in the world who are just so stupid that they can't tell the difference. Thank between you. a real and a fake arm. Right. <laughs> and then that you were like, well, if they do notice, I'm pretty charming. I'll get them to not tell on me. <laughs> I was winking profusely. I just got through that. <laughs> it's just so crazy. It's to me. so weird and definitely uh, a, a well earned recipient of Weird of the Week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Well, our other corner, I didn't even think about this is also health related. This is an, Oh wow. Corner because I did do a double take and a spit take when this popped up on the news a couple of nights ago and it was so overwhelming to me. So this is from the good news network. And this literally happened um, like two days ago it was announced a new stem cell treatment looks to have cured a man of type 1 diabetes oh my god i heard about this this is insanity like the best so cool right growing new pancreas cells from an unprogrammed stem cells has possibly cured a man of type 1 diabetes one doctor told the New York Times that this is the biggest development in treatment for the disease since the discovery of exogenous insulin production a hundred years ago. Y'all, the biggest advancement in a hundred years. That's incredible. That's huge. 64-year-old Brian Shelton got an infusion of insulin-producing cells in the pancreas, the kinds which can't function properly in diabetes victims after his wife signed him up for a trial run by Vertex Pharmaceuticals. Before, his life had been governed by the levels of his blood sugar. Now his daily insulin requirements are down 91%, accompanied by robust improvements in glucose control. It's a whole new life. It's a miracle, Shelton told the Times. The trial was organized by a Harvard scientist who had two children join the 1.5 million Americans Americans, who suffer from type 1 diabetes. This is the first of five years in which the trial of 17 patients with severe type 1 will be running. 
The results of the first stage have not been peer-reviewed, and so expectedly, the scientists that are excited about the results are also urging caution because it's still early days. These results from the first patient treated are unprecedented, said Bastiano Sana, PhD Chief of Cell and Genetic Therapies at Vertex in a statement. What makes these results truly remarkable is that they were achieved with treatment at half the target dose. Wow. So... Also, really quick to wrap this up, funded by the Howard Hughes Medical Institute, Harvard's Dr. Doug Milton took 20 years to convert stem cells into isolate cells, the insulin-producing pancreatic denizens. So it's also very timely with what we were just talking about and people's hesitancy for those who haven't been vaccinated or they think it hasn't been done long enough, whatever. This man has worked 20 years on this one thing. Mm -hmm to be able to convert these cells. My brother is a doctor. He said, everybody that was freaking out about the vaccine and think, how did they come up with it with a year? He said, but remember SARS many mm -hmm. years ago yes. when SARS came about, that is a type that, of coronavirus. Absolutely. And we, the medical community started working, working on, on a since vaccine then. since then. Absolutely. Over That's 10 years. Been. That has been my argument this entire time. People are like, oh, <sighs> yes, they did rush this particular vaccine but they have been working they knew a pandemic was coming yes. they have known they've been preparing for it and sars it is when you look it up sars covid 19 uh -huh. it is so yeah this is not just something they pulled up right. you know plucked a butt hair and said here we go <laughs> come on people <laughs> these are scientists not butt hair collectors it's crazy but yeah. isn't that fascinating like what yes. you guys what a breakthrough people, for something that is a daily, like, yes, you can live with diabetes. Obviously yes, it is not a death dangerous. sentence. Yes. Because I know, I know two people that they have the machine that regulates the, insulin. They have a pump that automatically. Pump, give, yep. Yes. And if something goes wrong with that pump or it doesn't work, one of my friends, his pump broke down while he was asleep. Oh my God. And he had to go to the hospital. He almost yeah. died. It's yes. very, very dangerous. It's very it's severe. Not, it's not type two, as they call it in the Midwest. It's not the sugar diabetes. Right. They are born with that. Yes. <laughs> this is type one, which is known as juvenile diabetes. But yes. I now have known two different people in my life who were diagnosed with type as one. As adults. As adults. Yeah. One in her 60s, one person in their 40s, which you want to talk about irony this is after this person slimmed down and became somebody who does triathlons. yes like the healthiest he had the healthiest he had ever been and discovered he had type 1 it's diabetes crazy yeah but this is really huge awesome. like i was just amazed by it and again and i don't even realize diabetes is a huge killer type 1 or 2 is a massive killer of yes, and there's massive complications and side effects that come with it. So it, it's, again, I don't know how it became it's some huge. joke thing, like in the 80s that, you know, it became one of those things that people kind of joked about or like it was an anomaly, like let's joke about gout. I mean, my husband barely That's can walk so properly painful. because of gout. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like these are real things. They are not a joke. And they're debilitating. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oi, oi, oi. Okay. All right. Now let's so, bring some happiness back. Yes, this is the best part. 
So we're going to move on into our raves. Yes. Now, this one I'm really excited about is from a listener. Someone messaged me. And um, it's such a great thing to know. Uh, nativeland.ca. So it's native-land.ca. So here's what our listener said. I was listening to episode 124, and y'all were talking about helping food pantries. I was watching a TikTok video from Modern Warrior, where there's a website you can see which indigenous tribes used to be in the area that you live. I used this website to find the tribe that was living in the area I live in now, and I donate money to their food pantry. Isn't that awesome? Never so, even knew that existed until me you neither. showed me that. I actually went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and watched several uh, videos from this hmm. uh, person that she sent. So anyway, I'm just showing you. I know you guys can't see, but it's really cool. I don't know if you checked it out. Yeah, so it's a I map saw that. of the whole United States there, and you can click North on America. It. North America, yes, and you can find territories. You can search by language. Um, it's called like native land digital. Anyway, I just thought that that was so amazing mm -hmm. that this listener sent me that video, um, because it was a native American talking about, uh, how this helps the people in their land and stuff. I want to mm -hmm. actually, I actually want to bring it up if you don't mind. Do you mind if I play it, Joseph? No, go for it. And as she's doing that, you guys, if I'm sorry if Dana already said this, but www.native-land.ca. The CA is for Canada. If you're like, what? Is that a misprint? No. CA is for Canada. Okay. I would like to encourage you all to learn whose ancestral homelands you currently reside on. And to do this, you can go to native-land.ca. Once you're there, you can type in your hometown and it'll give you a list of tribes who traditionally lived in those areas. If you want to dive in a little further, you can also adjust the treaties toggle. And from there, it'll give you an opportunity to look into the treaties that were signed with those tribes and the United States government. And with that, I hope you have a wonderful day. So I think that's amazing. And then that our listener used that to find information where they can donate to the food pantry is absolutely incredible. And that might be something I know my hometown where I come from, there's a lot of tribes, tribal nations and stuff around yeah. that could use help. Um, I know out here, there's a few places, but it's really important. You know, I, I want this. It's good that it's kind of, what would you say out in the zeitgeist now that we're people are finally hearing that, Missing yes. Indigenous women and children is an issue. It's yep. not their only issue. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was phenomenal. Check yes. that out. It's educational. You know, mm -hmm. this listener and I were talking about, I'm really hopeful that the next generation knows our true history. Because Absolutely. I didn't learn any of the stuff we know now. I no. never learned in school. No, and it sure as heck was not taught. This is a really cool tool you can use with your children and say, these are the tribes that were living here where you live. And then you can do some research on do it. Do some research to teach them about the history of your land and of the tribes and, you know, their culture and what we did to them. Because it's important that we do know our mistakes so we don't repeat history. Very. <clears throat> and what happened and still continues to happen is very wrong. So anyway, thank exactly. you for sharing that. We appreciate yes. it so much. I love the idea of finding out where their food pantries are, especially mm -hmm. during the holidays. People need For them. sure. So thank you so and, much for sharing that. 
Yeah, you guys, this is what we say every week after week, but we really mean it. This is one of the many reasons why we love hearing from you, because this is something that Dana and I had no idea even existed. It's not something that even crossed our mind. Thank you for bringing this to our attention and for bringing it to all of our listeners' attention. It's just wonderful when you get to fill yourself up with all of these things that we wouldn't have ever known about otherwise. It's greatly appreciated. It wouldn't even have crossed my mind to like figure out what tribes were in my area and how I could specifically help them like that, that I would have never made that connection in my own brain. But when she did, I was like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense to me. And it's amazing. And we should all be doing things like this. Exactly. Anyway, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. All right. And our last portion of the show and our final rave for today is something that I saw while watching Kelly Clarkson's Christmas special, which was really nice. And I really enjoyed it. Yes. I I, love her. I think her voice is phenomenal. Um, I fully cried in my first apartment ever when I lived in Van Nuys, when I first moved to LA, my friend and roommate at the time, we sobbed watching her win the first American Idol ever. Yeah, like we yeah. loved her all along and then I she won too. and we were like, ah! that was probably in like 2000 or 2001. It must have been. It's when we first were here. Right? It's yeah. crazy. So her special was a delight. I bet it's something you could probably watch on Peacock or Hulu or whatever it originally was on. I guarantee you, and this is not a joke, Mm -hmm. I bet you my mom set it to record every year because she loved Kelly Clarkson's Christmas special the last couple Mm -hmm. years. I bet you it's recorded at my dad's house. (laughs) (laughs) He would like it. And Kelly's dresses were amazing. Whoever was her stylist for the night. uh, She sings. I love her. I love her. So this is about a Houston mom who converted an old school bus into a traveling art room. So let me read you a little bit about this, and then I'll tell you what happened on Kelly's Christmas special. So during the pandemic, a local mom... Oh, I'm sorry. I'll tell you. This is from um, Click, the number two, click2houston.com. So it's like a local affiliate. Um, During the pandemic, a local mom from Eastex Jensen came up with a unique way to provide an outlet for creativity in Houston's diverse communities with little to no access to art. Her name is Veronica Cabrera Moreno, owner of HTX Art, who explains the meaningful purpose behind this inspiring project. Throughout the years, I have painted, volunteered, and organized events for the community, partnering with local restaurants and helping with existing programs using the arts to serve my neighbors. A painter, creative educator, and community leader, she began to pour more energy and time into her passion as her four kids grew. Last year, with the help of her family, she transformed an old school bus into a mobile art studio as a way to reach more neighborhoods where art lessons are needed. I wasn't sure how we were going to fund it and supply it, but we dove in. With the encouragement of a few friends, I began a GoFundMe and an Amazon wish list, and the donations rolled in. Soon, the bus had all the supplies needed to get started, and I was even donated a portable sink. Since then, she has provided free arts programs to kids of Northside, giving out art supplies to kids, delivered art kits to local elderly and disabled facility 
organized community efforts to decorate hundreds of bags for Meals on Wheels and so much more. Also, you guys can follow um, her on Instagram because I'm looking at this picture. H-T-X-A-R-T-R-O-N-I. And you'll see a picture of her with these adorable kids drawing all kinds of beautiful things and working out their feelings and all these amazing things she does. Anyways, she goes on to talk about the nonprofits and the other things that she got donations from and whatnot. So this lady did this. She has four beautiful boys of her own and they were on the show with her and her husband. And you guys, Kelly had brought them on to congratulate them and get the word out about the bus. And then this woman, God knows, almost fell over because she started bawling. Kelly Clarkson and Amy Poehler, who was the guest, uh, presented her with a check for $100,000 to build a brick and mortar art studio. And the woman was so incredibly overwhelmed. So again, we're raving about it because it's an incredible thing. And for all of you folks in Texas, and if you're in the Houston area, you can check that out. But what an inspiring thing that she started to go fund me and started asking for help, asking for donations. You just never know what might come your way. You guys. I love that. She said too, that it brings identity and voice to many who are looking for ways to express them. Yes. I love that. Cause she said it, it gives art has a power to help children grow into confident leaders of tomorrow. I think mm-hmm. she's right. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing does build confidence. Yes. I love it. That's really it's cool. awesome. And when you see her and her family, it, so like cute. I was beaming for her. I'm like, this lady deserves it. And she is legit just so happy her because this is, is to further something for her to help others. Right. Yeah. Look at that mama with all those boys. I know. Whew. It's so cute. And they gutted it. Like they looked around and somebody in their immediate vicinity had a couple of old school buses because he used to work on them as a mechanic or something like that. And they got the bus and then the whole family like stripped it, repainted it. I mean, it's incredible what they did. so cool. Mm -hmm. And it says art bus. I know. It's so cute. It's very happy. I love that. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Um, Jessica, I think that's our show. I think it is. Ah, you want to tell people one more time <laughs> how they can request some singing from us? Yes. <laughs> yes. Get your scat list out and ready. <laughs> Nick, I already know that Nick Armstrong will probably write in and request his favorite. Get your kicks on route 66. Escribity ba da ba ba. I might not be too bad at Route 96. <laughs> I'm gonna have well, to you guys, let us know what you want to hear from Dana or <laughs> don't wait until that becomes a real thing. You never know when that's going to happen. <laughs> Send us in your funnies, your warm and fuzzies and everything in between and all the things that piss you off and irritate you. We feel you. We want to help you with that at the Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can see us on Twitter sometimes at raves underscore the. You can always email us at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com. And you can go to the website www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Yay! I definitely enjoy you, Jessica. I enjoy you immensely. 
this was fun, even though I jerked you around forever and you had to stare at my computer in an empty house wondering if I was dead and alive for like 15 minutes. Dana uh, was, sent me the link for us to get started because we can see each other. I'm sure we tell you this all the time, but I'm looking at her now, but through the computer, right? And so I see, and I see her beautiful plants, and I just see, an, and I'm like, oh, she probably ran to the bathroom or she's grabbing a drink. And then I text her and then i started hearing her phone bing bong ding it was sitting next to the computer <laughs> when i was outside so i'm sorry about hilarious that. not at all um so we're gonna talk about we always like to say what we're watching and stuff like that i mean for me i got nothing really going on right now what what i will say though is mm-hmm. i've been really getting into alcohol inks painting with alcohol which inks. She's doing gorgeous works that I'm pushing I, her to sell. I'm so in love with it, Jessica. And then, of course, you know, Jen Hall Hill has said yes. some kind things to me, which I just think she's amazing. Uh-huh. I don't know where as talented as she is. But anyway, so, I, but I have to say the biggest thing for me is it's bringing me peace. And it's yes. kept me away from screens, I think. I think that's fantastic. Kind of good, I think. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, for so again yeah. a million reasons i just love it and it makes me feel calm i have serenity when i'm doing it yes and i and i also feel like i'm painting what i feel it's a very abstract kind of art absolutely and i'm painting what I, i'm feeling inside which sometimes is crazy sometimes is happy sometimes is dark something you know anyway i just love it it's Whatever. a beautiful beautiful way to express your creativity and to have a freaking outlet for that given this insanity that we've been through and are the only other thing I want to say before you tell us what you've been up to, and then I'll give us a point to ponder for the week, is we are in the holiday season, full-blown now. Mm-hmm. And during the holidays, holidays are tough for a lot of people for many different reasons. Some people lost loved ones, don't have family, yep. uh, money, so that gifting is an issue. But what I will say about the holiday season is the season of kindness and thoughtfulness mm-hmm. and giving and there are many ways and many opportunities to give back to others. Yes. And that's one of our favorite, favorite things to promote and do. So mm-hmm. if you know about things, please hit us up. Yes. If you don't know about things, a quick Google search in your area, and I guarantee mm-hmm. you, you can find something. So Absolutely. Tis the season, and we really, want to, we really want everybody to do what they can if possible. It doesn't take yes. money. Sometimes it's just time. That's right. Absolutely. What are you watching? Is there anything you need to share? Ooh, really quick. I think I may or may not have brought up Dexter's back. Dexter's you did? First yes. Blood. Yes. I'm, I, I, are you I'm on feeling board? it. I'm feeling okay. it. The, so there's that. Also, Yellow Jackets with Christina I saw Ritchie and a Julia trailer Ritchie. for that, and it looked pretty good. I think you need to see it. And it's okay. very, it's it's our demographic. Okay. It's okay. like, the ladies are RA. It's you know what I'm saying. It seems like the series regulars are of our generation. Like, you mean like when I did that pilot with Tony Collette, where I played an undercover CIA agent, and my entire team was women of unexpected types yes. in my age? That kind of show that everyone would have loved. That also didn't get. That's made, one of those that you didn't or see, it got made didn't see but the light of day. <laughs> Ah, I'm gonna have to check that out. It sounds fun. To really go back in time, I constantly have referenced this a million times over the years. I also remember, at least in my humble opinion, of course, I shit myself when you 
got on Reno 911, but I will never <laughs> forget Emily's reasons why not, and that you were a series regular, and it got canceled after the first episode aired. We never even got to see you, and you had already not- shot a whole goddamn season. Well, I wasn't recurring. I was a labeled one. Okay. But yes, you're right. right. None of my episodes ever aired because only the first episode aired. Yep. <laughs> so I was on the show and nobody saw me. That was my first big so job. Insane. I like know. regular, you know. Yes. But it no, that was major. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I brought two. I got. I have two facts to ponder because one okay. just made me laugh hard and one was fascinating. It okay. Was sort of poignant to me. So if you don't mind, I like to give everybody something to think about during the week, sometimes for good reasons and sometimes because I'm ornery. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The first one I want to say, this is kind of a weirdo fact. This I got this from a crazyfacts.com. I always try and find different places to get these Mm -hmm. or it's something I've read during the week or anything. But this one I actually found. In 2018, a Dutch man (laughs) requested to change his legal name or his legal age from 69 to 49, citing that he wanted to improve his chances on Tinder. <laughs> no. <laughs> the court denied his request due to there being no legal basis. He's That's like, so I want to legally change my name from 69. The man's almost 70 and he wants to change to 50. I'm sorry, but my friend Kristen Marie and I keep saying that we're going to start telling people we're in our 60s. So they'll be like, you look incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but also, just a reminder, beware what you're buying out there on Tinder. Okay. Come on, you ain't passing. For 49, dude. No, Not in a million years. Okay, but this one's actually kind of poignant and interesting because I've said to you more than once, Jessica, and we'll get out of here after this, I swear. I've said to you more than once, I feel like I'm getting so old because I keep saying things like, I know I'm getting older, but is it me? I mean, the world's crazier than it's ever been. Yes. Right? 100%. And my dad has even said, honestly, I got it. I think you're right. I think it is crazier than it's ever been. And I do think we're right. But I don't think it's the first time. And here's why. Someone born in 55 BC who died in 35 AD Mm -hmm. at the age of 90 would have witnessed the rise and fall of Julius Caesar, the reign of Augustus and founding of the Roman Empire, Cleopatra's whole reign and the fall of Egypt to Rome and the birth of life and crucifixion of jesus if you believe in that right isn't that crazy that's a yeah. lot of living okay but I, I say we've had two world wars at least in the states mm-hmm, we had mm-hmm. war, uh, not on our land but anyway but then that with the internet the invention of the internet mm-hmm. you know our politics right now and the racism like just everything happening yes. i'm like that's a lot of living but when i read that i was like wow that's a That's, lot of living. Right? <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying, you guys, is uh, we're, we're almonds. We're really getting put through it. <laughs> not, not my point. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was fascinating. Well. That's all you got for me, Jess? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, you know well. What? You I have another know. suggestion. You should watch the series Rome that was on HBO quite a few oh, years ago. Oh, you cute little thing. I've binged that series three times. Isn't it 
so good. We it's rewatched so good. it too. It's great. Yeah, it's so good. Except it does make me cry a lot too. Though. I know. I know. It's good though. Real. No, it's great. Great acting mm-hmm. in it. Some so crazy good. acting in it. Uh huh. And I really like the guy who plays Mark Antony. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to look at in that show. Uh-huh. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> All, right. All right, you dirty birds. Write into us. Tell right us, into us what kind Jessica. of insanity you'd like to hear next. I enjoy you. I would assume we're going to take a break at some point a week off yes. the holiday. We're we will probably, uh, hopefully, be bringing you another episode next week, and then take a take little, a little breaky poo. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we, you can enjoy your family, we can enjoy our families, or what we have claimed as our families. That's right. <laughs> We love you guys. I love you and enjoy you, Jessica. Same sis. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>